Welcome to the Billingshurst Family Church Podcast. For more information or to support our work in Billingshurst and the surrounding areas, please visit billingshurstfamily.church. I've been wondering um, how we're going to get out of lockdown, how we're going to go from you know, little bits of things being released step by step to being uh, you know, completely free to meet again as a church. I'd love to see my church family all together worshipping God again. I'd love to be in that moment. Um, but we're not there quite yet. And uh, I'm just sort of find myself day by day wondering, what's that going to look like? What's that journey? How are we going to get there? How's you know, what's the government going to say next? Because I just don't know, you know, it's, it can seem unpredictable as to how things are going to change and how people are going to respond to the advice and the guidance given by the government. Uh, I just heard today on the radio about certain cities in the UK that are going to very likely have a second spike very soon because of the way people haven't been listening to the guidance, haven't been following the rules. Um, and all these things going on just makes you think, well, you know, it, it isn't going perfectly well. It's not as crisp as we might like. Um, so what what does the journey look like for us to get back to being a normal society again? Does it ever turn back into a normal society? You know, we don't know. Um, and uh, you know, you might, like, you might be exactly like me. You might be thinking, "Well, what's going on? Why? Why are things taking so long? Or why are we rushing out of lockdown?" Um, you know, we're probably all in different positions, really. Um, it might be that you're like me, going, "Well, I, I, I can't see how we can come out of lockdown and you know be a bit more cautious," or, or you might be a bit more gung ho and thinking, "Well, actually, you know what? We've got an opportunity here to get out and get back into business and in the marketplace and start making money again." Um, and uh, you know, there's a uh, an, an interesting um, balance to be struck, I think, between both how someone more cautious might be feeling and someone who's a bit more up and ready to go. Um, someone who might be uh, who who's happy and content to stay in lockdown for a bit longer, uh, and someone who's fed up with being in lockdown and just wants to get out and see some people. Um, and I think it's really good that we've been able to to get out, you know, meet up in groups of up to six uh, in this season so far. And obviously, when this video goes out, um, the fourth of July has has come uh, and gone, and we're able to do much more than we were before, which is really exciting. And uh, it's really good to know that sort of the trustees and leaders and elders of BFC are all looking at um, what we can, how, how we can move forward as a church and uh, it's great to be uh, helping to lead those discussions for us so that we can look at what it's going to look like moving forward. Um, I wanted to share um, something a bit more from me this week. Um, we've put in a couple of, a few thematic preaches over this season. So we're going to have our, our series. So we've finished the James series now. We're soon going to go into a series on Ezra and Nehemiah, um, which is really excited, called Return of the Exiles. Um, maybe you can find a link in that name um, to some, some of our branding when it comes out for that. Um, but I've been thinking about um, how we come out of lockdown and I just wanted to share my heart with you on that um, and I thought a good story for us to consider in this time is the story of Noah. Uh, now I know the kids work, um, my, my dear wife did a video for us um, uh, on, on Noah for the kids and uh, I, I'm not going to go into the fullness of that but I just feel that Noah is a good place for us to be this week because um, he's someone who experienced lockdown um, he and his whole family, his, his, him and his wife, 
his three sons and their wives were all locked down into an ark while um, the, you know, some of the worst destruction, or the worst destruction the world has ever seen was going on outside uh, as the flood came. And uh, he was stuck in this ark with his family and loads and loads of animals. And, you know, it's often joked about the stench in there would have been amazing. Um, you know, the length of time that they were in lockdown. You might not have realised that, you know, often we read the story of Noah and we see that for 40 days and 40 nights it rained. Uh, and the, the floods rose and... <clears throat> um, and the mountains were covered, and we think, oh, 40 days, that's a long time. That's only about half of what we've been through. But the thing is with the story of Noah is actually, it was over a year um, from when he entered the ark to when he came out. Um, and so he was stuck in a confined space with loads of stinky animals, and his, his wife and his sons and their wives um, all stuck in this ark together. Um, probably getting on each other's nerves, getting frustrated with each other, wondering who's going to clear out the, the muck from the, uh, from the rhino pen next, uh, you know, whose job it is next, probably arguing over whose job that's going to be. Um, and, like, you know, you think about it, you think about our time in lockdown so far, and we've been, you know, you know in my house, you know, it's just like, oh, who's going to take out the recycling next? Uh, because we're with each other all the time, it's just like this constant thing of, oh, oh, that needs doing again. It's like we've never left the house and it just needs doing again. Um, and, you know, it was the same for Noah, I expect. And his family, you know, the animals and the smell and who's going to, um, you know, who's cooking tonight and stuff like that. You know, the, these, the, the sort of difficulties that we've been facing in our, in our homes, whether we're on our own and we're struggling with the loneliness or whether we're in family groups, um, or broader family households, um, that sense of repetitive behaviours, things you've got to keep doing, the stuff that people do around you that winds you up. Um, you know, Noah and his family probably experienced the very same uh, in their situation. And not only were, you know, like us, we're locked down into our homes, um, they were locked down in a boat that was being rocked back and forth by the wind and the rain and the sea, so the, the waves of the sea. Um, and, uh, you know, they had a whole load of stress going on in that situation as well. Um, you know, I imagine when uh, God, you know, when, when they entered the ark and they, locked, they, they were in there for seven days um, and no rain came. You know, in the early days of lockdown, how many of us felt like, um, felt, felt like that, what's the point of this? We're shut down in our homes. What's the point? Nothing's happening around us. You know, Noah sat there for seven days with no signs of anything. Um, and uh, seven days waiting for the rain to start um, before, you know, it's sitting in the ark. Everyone around them probably just sitting there going, why are you sitting in a giant boat in the middle of nowhere? There's no water around here. What's going on? Um, you know, I'm sure many of us can come alongside that sort of feeling. They can remind us of how we might have felt ourselves. Um, and as we know, the waters rose, the ark got lifted up, they got tossed around, moved around by the wind and the waves, um, and uh, the, the waters sort of uh, were rising up for 150 days. And after that, um, the, uh, the ark came across to Mount Ararat, and there would have been a scrape. You know, after 150 days at sea, um, and then to hear, hear, hear and feel the scrape of your boat across land um, after you've seen nothing but just desolate water for all that time and to come across this scrape um, 
would have been quite reassuring and worrying all at the same time. Um, so, you know, you can imagine Noah looking out the window and what's going on? What's happened? Um, and sort of glancing out and the boat, the ark has come to a standstill. And Noah's, yeah, on the ark, uh, and uh, it's come to a standstill, and he's, lo and he, he's looking out to see what's going on. Um, and we know that from the rest of the story that uh, slowly over time, the water started to recede and drop down. And Noah, you know, opens the window. He probably looks out and sees what's going on. Um, and so he sends out, um, he decides to, to try out a few things before committing to coming out of the ark. He might well have looked out and seen that, okay, yeah, we can see land. That's good. And uh, we can see the mountain beneath us as, as the waters subside. And he sends out this raven uh, to go out and it flew around and flew this way and that. Um, so he tried that first, sort of sends the raven out, shuts the window and he, he waits and nothing really happens. So he goes, OK, I'll try again. He opens the window again, looks out again and he sends the dove out um, and the dove flies around and then comes back. And because uh, it's got nowhere to, to land, nowhere to perch. Um, so it comes back to the ark and he goes, oh, OK, well, that didn't work. We'll wait a little while longer. And, we'll, and he sends the dove out again and the dove goes out. And this time it comes back with an olive branch in its mouth, um, in its beak. And it comes back and he brings it back into the ark. And then, he's, and then seven days later, he sends it out again and uh, the dove goes out again. And this time it doesn't come back because it's found somewhere to make home, somewhere uh, it doesn't need to come back to the ark. It doesn't need to return to this place because it's found somewhere better. Um, and but even then, even after the dove has gone, Noah waits to hear the voice of God. He waits for God to say, now is time to go out of the ark. Um, so he tries different things and he gathers evidence. He sees what's going on. And then once he's gathered, gathered the evidence, God speaks. Um, and I think that's a really important thing for us to think about at the moment. As a leadership team, as trustees and elders, we're looking at what we're doing, how, how we're going to bring church back on a regular meeting on a Sunday. You know, how, what's the journey look like to get to that point? Um, and in reality, we're going to have to be doing a little bit of window opening, um, a little bit of trying things out, um, releasing, you know, seeing if we can release certain things at certain points to enable us to get back towards meeting together in full again. Um, and so there's going to be a bit of trying and testing. Um, and, you know, Noah's sort of showing us that that sort of attitude is OK. It's the right thing to do. It's for us to try and test things and see what's going to work, what's not going to work. Um, and so you're going to find in the next season, there are going to be some things that we try and then we, we put down again. Um, some things that we try and we carry on with. Um, and that's all OK. That's all good stuff. It's all good testing the water. See what, see what it's like as we get out, in, out of lockdown as time moves forward. And the reality is, as I said, Noah was in lockdown for over a year um, and we don't know how long uh, the restrictions are going to last, how long, you know, what, what meeting number restrictions there, there are going to be um, uh, and, and one, when they're going to be completely lifted. Um, so we're going to try things and test things and that's all good for us to do. Let's not be a people who get discouraged when we have to sometimes roll back on things um, or when the government change the guidelines again and we have to change things again. Um, let's be a people who are seeking to move forward on a journey together and um, as Billingshurst Family Church and let's get out and, and, and try things and see what we can do as is safe for us to do. You know, part of Noah's sending out 
the dove and the and the, um, the raven are probably testing if it's safe. Um, and uh, you know, and he went through a process of testing things, and we're going to do the very same as a church. We're going to go and test things and make sure it's safe for us to do. Um, and when eventually, as I said, God told Noah it is now time to leave the ark, release the animals, let them out, let them go and, and do their thing. Uh, and he did, and he they opened the, the doors of the ark and the animals all left and Noah and his family got out. And the first thing that Noah did, this is something I'm really excited about for us as a church, is Noah went out and he built an altar. And on the altar, he, sac he made sacrifices to God. And... You know, that is an act of worship. He's worshipping his God. Um, and I'm really excited for us as BFC because that day is going to come. That day is going to come and we can all gather and we can sing our praises. We can bring our very best to God and we can just cry out to him and worship him and thank him for delivering us from this lockdown, from this season of the coronavirus, this time of the coronavirus. We're going to be able to rejoice in him one day and bring our very best to worship him. So, you know, let's be a people who don't get, you know, we, we do the lockdown time well, but let's not get buried by lockdown. Let's keep our eyes lifted. Let's remember, the, remember that one day we are gonna be able to come into the presence of the King and worship his name afresh and, and re with renewed vigor with our brothers and our sisters. Um, and I'm really excited about that, uh, that prospect for us as a church, to be able to come into that place of worship again. Once Noah has offered his sacrifice, he's had, he's had his time of worship, he... Um, God says to him about putting his rain, putting the bow in the sky, his, his sign, his promise that he's not ever going to wipe out the earth in this way again. He's not going to um, uh, destroy everything by means of a flood ever again. Um, and so God makes his promise. And then he also says to Noah and his family, um, you know, go subdue the earth, have dominion over it and uh, be fruitful and multiply. And it's a repeat of the command that uh, God gave to Adam and Eve, you know, go, be, be fruitful and multiply. And, and Noah's told the very same. Um, and I think for us, there's a reminder here that we too have um, a command. We have a, um, uh, we have a, a, a commission to go out. Okay, and many of us have been talking to our neighbours and our friends and um, online and, and sharing the gospel as best we can. But when we come out of lockdown, when we're able to meet again, when, in, in all the different stages that that's going to be, let's be a people who remember our great commission. Jesus went to the cross for us so that we might have life and have it to the full. Jesus went to the cross so that our sin would be paid for and we would have eternal life. We would have the promise of eternal life. We'd have the, the, the Holy Spirit given to us as a seal on our heart so that we know that we are his. We know that we are God's people. Um, and this is the, the commission that we've been given is so important for us. You know, we're told to go into all the world to make disciples of all nations and, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's our commission. That's our job. That's what we're here for, is to make disciples and to tell people about Jesus. So as we, as we start to come out of lockdown, let's be a people who 
who enjoy worshipping God, who come into the presence of the King and worship him together afresh. Let's be a people who remember the great commission that we've been given. And it is a great commission to go into all the world and make disciples of people of all nations. So let's be fired up. Let's not be downbeaten. Let's be a people fired up to go and share the good news with, our, with those around us um, and to rejoice in being with our brothers and sisters. A little bit of application for us today. Um, let me ask you to consider those around you who might feel differently to you about the lockdown easing. You might be like me and more cautious or you might be more out there and ready to, raring to go. Um, it's really important that we honour one another, we love one another, that we bear with one another um, and we help one another. And uh, so let's not get frustrated with each other, but let's help each other. Let's encourage one another. Let's be cautious and you know, bold. Let's get the balance right. Um, so maybe you're in either of the camps or maybe you're somewhere in the middle, but let's bear with one another and honour one another as we move forward. Um, and the other bit of application for you is please prepare yourself to worship in full when we're finally let out fully. Um, let's be people prepared to worship our God and um, not just wander in as we always did. This is a, a time, this is a moment for a, a new step, something new. Um, and let's um, set, our, set our minds, set our faces on worship and being people who worship our Lord and King, our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. There's a, a likelihood of lockdown being stop-start, uh, lockdown easing being stop-start, trialling things and, and you know, moving forward a bit, maybe taking a step back and things changing over time. And that's okay. And that's probably what the future is going to look like for us. And, and that's fine. Um, but... All of that is part of the journey of us getting back to being the people of God uh, together, meeting together. Um, it's all part of that journey. It's all part of getting us to where we need to be. Uh, so let's be people of faith and walk with God uh, in faith in this season because he has it all in control. It might feel like he doesn't, but we don't live by our feelings. We live by the truth. We live by the word of God and in his word, he tells us that he is in control. He knows all things that are going on and he's going to use these times for his good. Um, so let's be a people of faith. In our times of feeling a bit roughed up and a bit scared, a bit frightened, a bit frustrated, let's remember that God is in control. He knows what he's doing. He has a plan. Um, and we want to see, we want to be people who walk in the fullness of his plans for us. Um, so let's be people of faith and um, rejoice when we can meet together again. I'm going to pray um, and uh, then we'll close. Lord God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the examples that are throughout the Bible that show us of people who have existed in lockdown um, and the lockdown lessons that it can teach us, that your, Bible, your word teaches us, Lord. And so I pray that you'd help us to be mindful of each other, you'd help us to bear with one another, to treat each other well, um, not to get agitated or angry with each other, Lord, but to um, just bear with one another, to lift one another up, to hold one another up, um, to listen to each other, Lord, and take on each other's opinions and views. And just be a people, Lord, who just exemplify what it is to be family. Let us really um, enact being a family of God in this season, Lord. 
I pray, Lord God, that you'd be with us, you'd give us your confidence and your peace, because you're the God who gives us those things. You're the one who gives us a peace beyond understanding. And I pray that we would have that through this season. You'd help us to make the right decisions as a church uh, to come through this well. And uh, Lord, yeah, let us be people who are transfixed by you, who are eager to worship together afresh and um, to, you know, to choose to take the steps of faith to follow you out of this current season into the new one. I pray you be with us, Lord, guiding us and leading us by your Holy Spirit. And uh, yeah, just thank you that you are a good father and that you don't give us snakes, but you give us good things. And I pray that you'd give us a good, th- good things in the new season. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining me today and uh, I'm really looking forward to being able to see you again soon.